You are listening to episode 137 of the Remind Yourself Podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself Podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs, and welcome back. I want to begin with a shout out to all the family physicians out there. I recently went to the FMX, the National Academy of Family Physicians annual meeting in Chicago, and I met so many amazing family docs. And I know that all of you weren't there, so I just want to give you a shout out that you are doing an amazing job. The people that I met, thank you for stopping by and having a chat. It was so delightful to meet you. And again, thank you for being the foundation of medical care. The topic today comes up frequently in coaching and let's just say my life, in myself and in my teen's life. This is just part of being human and this is what it is. It's called compare and despair. Now, of course, we have human brains that look around and see what's going on around us. Evolutionarily, we needed to fit into the group so that we could survive. So it's no wonder that we have judgments and thoughts about all the things going around us. As I've previously mentioned, we have 70 to 80 thoughts a day. But when the thoughts start to focus on comparing and despairing, that can lead to us feeling really heavy and withdrawing from life, right? And so I just wanted to talk about it a little bit more. This terminology, compare and despair, is something that I learned from coaching a few years ago, and I really find it helpful. Further back in the world, in history, somebody, not sure who I should give credit to the quote for, but comparison is the thief of joy. Think about that for a minute. I was thinking about this recently because it was just Halloween yesterday. Happy Halloween. I hope you had a wonderful time and are enjoying all those Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or whatever it is that you prefer. That's my favorite. At any rate, you know, there have been times in the past where I've worked hard on a costume for myself or, you know, my children worked really hard on coming up with something really cool. And we look at one another and we're like, this is amazing. I've looked in the mirror and thought, wow, this is just fantastic. And then... I've shown up at the Halloween party and I look around and I see everyone else's costume and I start to have some new thoughts. So again, this is just a reminder that it's not the actual circumstance. It's not the actual costume that makes us feel a certain way. It's the way we think about it. Back to the scenario. I'm at a Halloween party having a great time and I notice all these other costumes. And often my first thought would be, I look ridiculous. Everybody else has way more amazing costume than I do. And again, it just certainly does not need to be Halloween related. That comes up once a year. How often do you show up just at a gathering and think to yourself, gosh, everybody is dressed like way nicer than me. I just don't really feel like I belong here. This is something that our brains have created a habit about. And again, evolutionarily, it makes sense. And those of us that are pretty self-critical, which I imagine would be most of you listening, it's no wonder that we see areas of improvement. But what I'd like to do is share some tools with you today that can help make this easier. Number one, 
Nothing has gone wrong when we notice other people and have new thoughts. And so I think we just need to recognize, oh, I'm having some thoughts that's making me feel bad. It's making me feel less than, right? This happens time and again. It may happen with clothes that you're wearing. It may happen with a item that you're bringing to share at a potluck at work. And I will tell you that in life, there are always going to be differences, right? Someone will always be making more money than you. Somebody will always be smarter than you. Somebody will be more helpful than you. And somebody certainly will have more fashion sense than you. Well, certainly for me, I can say that. But when we spend our life thinking that everybody else is doing it better and we're the ones doing it wrong, it feels really miserable. So I want you to go through this next week and just realize when does this come up for you? You'll notice it in your body. And this is where I have this like love-hate relationship with social media, right? Because a lot of times when we're scrolling through, we see other people and we think that they've got their life all together. Oh my gosh, look at that family photo. It's perfectly timed to be in the fall. They've got coordinating outfits. It's not particularly matchy-matchy, but it sure looks good. I wish I could have that. Again, I know I'm not alone. I laugh because that family pictures is something that's really triggered me over the years. And I've learned to just realize like, oh, that's totally okay. But you get a yucky feeling in your body. And so yes, let's limit our time on social media and other things that contribute to the compare and despair. But the other thing you can do is just recognize it and name it. This is normal. It's part of being human. Nothing's gone wrong. Nobody on earth escapes this. You don't get to some level of being famous and rich and successful and this goes away. Okay, so that's really good to know. So again, in order to feel better, recognize it and normalize it. This is normal. And thirdly, uh, self-compassion for yourself. So the first two steps are actually what I teach in my Self-Compassion 101 that Kristen Neff explains is naming the emotion normalizing the emotion, and then asking, how can I be kind to myself right now? That's such a good question. So perhaps if you're scrolling on social media and you start feeling yucky, you can just recognize, oh, here I am again, feeling less than. This is a normal part of being human, and I'm feeling this way because I'm thinking that everybody else has it better. How can I be kind to myself right now? Maybe I need to set down the phone. Maybe I need to ask this question. This is a really good gentle question that provokes kindness to yourself, what am I forgetting to remember about me? We can honor our decisions just because we think and have an idea that someone is quote unquote doing it better or is better than me. Let's come back to, wait a minute, but this is what I wanted. This is what I like. And just because we have differences doesn't mean that they're better. What am I forgetting to remember is such a beautiful question. The other thing that I really like to do, and sometimes it's not possible, and I don't like to be all like Pollyanna and like whitewash ourselves and gaslight ourselves and say like, oh, I should just be happy for these other people. Here's what I'll tell you. As I've done this work over the years, it's much easier for me now to recognize. I, you know, get a little ugh feeling, and then I recognize, oh, wow, that person is amazing, and I want that. So perhaps I see someone running a race and having just an incredible time. I can recognize, wow, that's amazing, and I want that. How can I recognize and honor that this person is doing amazing? And it doesn't mean anything about me. We personalize so many things in life. What other people are doing, we make it mean something about us. People, they're separate. 
It's easier said than done, but stay in your own lane. There's your lane, there are other people's lane, and then there's God's lane, right? We can't, you know, affect those things. And it doesn't mean anything about us that someone else is like really being successful or that someone else loves coordinating family photos, right? But yet we often make it very personal. But again, as I've done this work over the years, it's much easier for me just to recognize and honor, wow, that's amazing. I would love to be a little bit faster when I'm doing my road races. How can I be kind to myself and honor where I'm at, but also maybe what could I learn? Perhaps as I'm getting older, I need more strength training, and I can incorporate that from a loving place, right? So think about in your life what triggers you for this compares and despair. Just because somebody else is, you know, doing so amazing in an arena doesn't mean that you're less than. It means that in that particular area, they're thriving. You know, maybe they are a concert pianist. That doesn't mean you're a horrible pianist. It just means that, wow, they have this amazing ability. Maybe one of your colleagues, you know, got a research grant and you have not yet. Just means you're learning and you're on your way. We don't need to make ourselves feel horrible about ourselves because of other people's successes. Because I'll tell you what, the other thing, to be honest, these are all humans. So when you look at your colleagues, when you look at your friends, when you look at your neighbors, when you look at your families and think, wow, they have it all together, you know, maybe in one particular arena, they're rocking it. But they're humans too, and they struggle, and they have comparison as well, right? They also suffer from that. I've not met one human who does not. So just be kind to yourself. Comparison is the thief of joy. When we can recognize and honor and celebrate other people and their amazingness, then we can be so much kinder to ourselves. It doesn't mean that we aren't doing great. It just means, wow, they're incredible. Wow, they're creative and came up with the most amazing costume. So cool. Take some practice, people, but I want you to start working on it because this is our one precious life on earth and there are lots of things that come up. We have eyes that see and certainly with social media, we see all around the world what's going on. But let's not make it harder on ourselves by beating ourselves up saying that we're not doing a good job because compare and despair really gets you down. All right, my friends, that's the topic of the week. Before I hop off, I want to invite you to my Brave Boundaries Virtual Book Club. It's coming up on Sunday, November 12th at 7 p.m. Central. If you're already on my email list, you will be getting an invitation and a Zoom link. If you're not yet on my email list, you're going to want to hop on that. I have a link in the show notes and you will get all of the details. It is a book by Dr. Sasha Shilkut and it is amazing and teaches us how to bravely set boundaries and not feel like a narcissistic a-hole. Those are my those are my words. I'm not going to uh, put that onto uh, Sasha, but she is an amazing physician, mom of four. She's a cardiac anesthesiologist, and she wrote an incredible book that teaches us women physicians how to set boundaries in life and realize that when we're struggling and life is feeling overwhelming, it's often from a lack of boundaries. So again, click on the link in the show notes, sign up. I look forward to seeing you at the virtual book club on Sunday, November 12th. And until next week, peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www. 
www.mamadoclifecoach.com. 